West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Y2K. How can we prepare? Stop a few of their machines and radios. Throw them into darkness for a few hours. We are fighting for our lives. My family must survive. Over five years. Thousand gallons of gas. Air filtration. Water filtration. Coming at you from the frozen tundra that is East Central Alberta, Canada, streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Telegram, Rumble, and Odyssey. Welcome back to the workshop where we create community, find freedom, promote preparedness, and share success. I am Toolman Tim. Today is March the 31st, 2023, and this is episode 282 of the Workshop Podcast. This is the day I have been waiting for. This is the last day of my snow contracts. Amy thought I was going to say I'm excited to have Amy on here. <laughs> I can see her laughing in the background. Nope, don't give a damn about that, guys. I'm just excited. I don't have to go out and blow snow anymore. But no, just kidding. Anyway, so let's get the announcements out of the way, and then we will bring uh, Miss Amy in from the green room here. So first off, and I, um, I actually forgot to check with her, but I'm going to spill the beans anyway. So... <laughs> We officially have a second sponsor here on the podcast, guys, and I figured what better way to bring it up <laughs> than to let you know to follow Amy on a Farmish Kind of Life podcast. So you can check her out at afarmishkindoflife.com. She is a wonderful lady whom I consider a friend and has been doing this a lot longer than I have and was someone who I looked up toward as I was kind of climbing the ranks and learning how to do this thing. So make sure there's a lot of overlap in our communities, but if you haven't checked out this chick called Amy, give her a go. So, Telegram group, guys, with this, I tell you this all the time. Tonight, we were able to check up on Nate and Aaron, who are trying to do their best Dorothy impersonation with uh, Wizard of Oz, and we're hoping they're staying safe, but that's what we do. We are a community. We check up on one another, and right now, I'm seeing a gif of a guy tearing his shirt off in front of me, so I don't know what to do with that, but anyhow, <laughs> seriously. If you want to be part of the community, you want to hang out where the cool kids are, come by, grab the link, join the Telegram group. And finally, the Thrivalist Fair in Addy, Washington, May 28th and 29th. I will be there speaking. I think I'm speaking four times over two days. 50 bucks for the whole weekend. Come by. If you're within a day's drive, I'm a day's drive, so I'm going. In May 28th, that Saturday night, we have one of the fire pits booked, and we are going to have a workshop get-together. It's going to be a lot of fun. So finally... Today's tool is the Deluxe 34-piece tire plug kit. I use it all the time. It's like 17 bucks on Amazon. Links in the description. Anything you guys pick up supports the workshop. So with that, let's bring on... I always want to call you Miss Dingman. It's Mrs. Dingman, but... It is. How are you, ma'am? I'm great. How are you? Not bad at all. So excited to have you on here. I thought... Ah, it's been about six months and I looked it up and I'm like, God damn, it's been 14 months since you've been on here. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what have you been up to in the last 14 months? Nothing serious? Nothing serious. Not at all. No. Uh, today I thought I was going to blow away because we're getting kind of the same weather as Nate and Aaron. Not tornadoes. We're just getting snow and ice with all the wind, but we are all here. So that is good. Yeah. Snow we're surviving. Snow-nado. like one of those uh, sci-fi channel movies, you know? So, right. I know. I know. Oh, somebody's <laughs> waving madly at you. Uh, Hello. Joker. Joker, please. Joker, please. <laughs> I can't even pronounce people who come from my community. They've been <laughs> in here every night on the live stream and I pronounce their name wrong every single time. So Joker, please. 
Yes. <laughs> and we got Chuck Peoples in here. Good to have you. He's from Appalachia, not Appalachia. Uh, That's right. That, yes. yes. In case you're wondering. So good to have everyone. So we, yeah, I, you know what, let's dive in. We can chat a little more after, but you and I had a conversation a little while ago. Um, it just kind of, we were chatting and then I'm like, Hey, you know, if you're not busy, do you want to come by and talk about this out loud with other people around? Absolutely. We were actually talking cause it was after you did your last, uh, prepper, the history, you know, your, mm. your last installment. And I listened to it and I just love it because it's so well researched. And, um, we were kind of talking about how after I listened to that, I realized, or, or you pointed out in there, it's, it's kind of a repeat, you know, we were talking about like the sixties and so much of the stuff that we're doing now, like we feel like we're doing new stuff, this whole thing oh, yeah. and, you know, preparing for all this stuff that's going to happen. And it, it's not new. It's been happening forever. And we, we kind of feel like, you know, we're doing this cool thing and we're really just trying to reinvent the wheel, I guess. It's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. Bit. Well, what so. are they, I mean, I've heard Jack say this. I've heard a lot of people say it that, you know, maybe history doesn't repeat itself, but it awfully rhymes. And, um, <laughs> I, yeah, every, they're going to get tired of me talking about this. I've been reading Atlas Shrug for like the last three weeks, so every episode I'm like talking about the book. But th those kind of um, themes are throughout that. And have, have you ever read it? Uh, no, it's in my list, but I haven't started it. It's worth it. It's it's only yeah. a 64 hour listen, so I mean only. you can do it in an afternoon. So, yeah, perfect. Yeah. And it's a type of book that you can put on about three speed and and get it. No, not at all. It's <laughs> yeah. I'm three, four hours. And then I'm like, okay, I need to shut this off for Process. a couple days. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, yeah. oh, it's so good. Really yeah. good. So, but yeah, that's, this book was written, was it in the fifties or the sixties, maybe even a little before that. And you could swear that she was talking about the millennials, the Gen Z's, the, the modern generation today, you know? Wow. It's, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. And again, like you were talking about with the history of uh, prepping, Don Stevens, him and his wife, they did, uh, they, they were the ones that coined the term retreater. And yeah. I, I, there's other people they point to who say they're the the top or the, the godfather or the grandfather of prepping, but it's hard to point to anybody before him. I mean, he was the guy that's like, hey, and he turned it into a business. You know, <laughs> him and his wife were, they were moving out to the country because they wanted to leave the hordes. So some of his um, issues were hyperinflation, you know, so that's not new. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, the the th nuclear threat, not new. Right. Shortages, right. not new. Uh, escaping the city, not new, <laughs> you know, so it comes and it goes, but yeah, yeah, you know, it, so that's where you and I, we kept talking and we're like, you know what? And and this, it's funny because I don't, if you've noticed this when we've had conversations before, <laughs> but quite often our brains work on a bit of the same wavelength. Yeah. And we're like, you know, this, this issue is kind of getting under my skin a little bit yeah. too. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> so did you hear anything recently? And I, Josh Renegade Butcher said he was going to put on his steel toed boots tonight in case good, we step good. on any toes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So did you hear anything about a balloon recently? A balloon. I heard something about a balloon. People were seeing a balloon somewhere. I, th I, think, I think it was so. something like that. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I heard something along those lines. And mm -hmm. so what we're going to talk about this evening, gentlemen and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call the prepper news cycle. And so <laughs> <laughs> put your armor on and be good about it. But here's the deal. 
It's something that we all do. This is something that I have been very uh, guilty of in the past. And I catch myself and I try to correct myself when I do. Uh, what, what is that? Uh, you better check yourself in 90s lingo, you know? so <laughs> Check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's it right there. there. That's what I was yep. looking for. So, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Renegade Butcher said Brian had a Canadian weather balloon this morning on his show. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. So let's start with the balloon instance. So the, when all the hype of the balloon started in my telegram group, I posted a picture that a lady posted on Twitter from North Dakota when she claimed it had been shot down in North Dakota. And so, but then all of a sudden you're hearing these stories. Hey, people are seeing it in, um, well, further on, you know, um, angry American Chris Weatherman's in Florida and they were seeing it there. Right. And so it was one of those things that we all kind of get bent out of shape over really, really quick. And now here's the thing. And I don't know, you can tell me what you think about it, but it's not just the prepper sphere. It's it's uh-uh. also, I mean, we can pick any story we want and we yep. can run with it. Yep. But when it comes down to it, we can grab stories and we're like, we can twist them into a conspiracy really, really quick, right? (laughs) Yeah, real fast. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not... Well, let's back up. Let's talk about the chicken feed one. How about that one? That's that's low-hanging fruit. So It really is. I hope John Dowie hears this because... No, he's... uh, So... When, when that first one came out, and this yeah. is a fun one, and it, I'm like, okay, I don't want to be a dick about it because it's not that bad. But <laughs> when the chicken feed story came out and everybody's like, where do you buy your chicken feed? And it, and anybody who said, I buy it from, wh- where was it? Um, I heard Tractor Supply. There, that's it. That's, I always forget yep. because we don't have Tractor Supply in Canada mm-hmm. because of metric, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, right. And so everybody's like, it's been tested. It's full of something. It's causing the chickens to to die or mm-hmm. turn into frogs or lizard people. Not lay eggs. Not lay not eggs lay at all. Eggs. That's why they're not laying because they put the stuff in the feed, y'all. That's why they stopped laying. Or, but then what was it? Why were other people's chickens not laying if they didn't shop at Tractor Supply? Then what's the conspiracy? I, it's it it's everywhere. I know. That's what it is. <laughs> so Letty's completely on the right completely. Track. She's on the right track with this one. So we'll deal with that one in a minute. But so Erin says she fed chickens poison all winter and they laid normally. Now, I'm not saying that shit doesn't happen and weird things don't happen behind the scenes sometimes. Right. But what do they say? Don't attribute. What is it? Don't attribute to malice what you can attribute to ignorance or what is caused Mm -hmm. by ignorance. So in other words, you know, it's just something that happens. It's not necessarily a great big freaking conspiracy. Right. So. Anyway, John Dowie, I thought he was a really, uh, it was a really interesting thing because he basically goes on Facebook and he's like, all right, folks, whoever's out there hollering about the chicken feed, he's like, you're idiots. And I'm like, only in John Dowie's way, right? So, and I love John and I'm like, I don't think I could do that. So I really appreciate you for that because do we all remember when Jack used to talk about writing news stories in a journal and one year later go back and look at it and you're like hmm something I was my panties were in a twisted knot all over 
And now all of a sudden, it just doesn't matter anymore, right? Either it doesn't matter or you don't even remember that it was a thing. You look back, you're like, this is what we were talking about? And it was such a big deal when it was happening. And now I didn't remember that happened. I remember uh, the last election, I had so many people that were messaging me, if so-and-so gets elected, this is what's going to happen. And if so-and-so gets elected, this is what's going to happen or not happen. And so you have like, you have to do all this stuff because, you know, the shit is going to hit the fan and all this stuff is going to happen. And I wish I would have kept that list because it's, I remember some of the stuff that was on it, but I cannot find the list, but to look back and just to be able to say to those people, this is the stuff you were saying was going to happen. And it, it never had, like, it was never a thing. And it was such a big thing when you were talking about it. And then use that going forward when we get really excited about stuff that's in the news and oh my gosh you know like think back to remember when you said this remember when everybody was up in arms about this we might be dealing with the same situation you know we have uh we have short memories right so when i come on like i was on nicole's podcast a while ago and she was like hey tim tell me about your biggest failures in entrepreneurship and i'm like i can't because i don't remember you know (laughs) Because that's what happened. You know, right. you, you forget about the failures and you move on to the uh, to the successes, right? Right. And that's also the same with, um, I always like, I, I point at this poor guy, I don't know his name, but he wrote a book in 1988, 88 Reasons Why the Rapture Will Happen in 88. And uh, so he doubled down and next year he wrote 89 Reasons Why It'll Happen in 89. That's commitment. <laughs> yes, it, he, he committed. And as far as I know, he is still an evangelical prophet to this mm-hmm. day. So mm-hmm. we we have short memories, the people yeah. who tell these stories right. and also the people who hear these stories, right? Yeah, right. So um, yeah, we're going to beat all around this tonight, but I think it's, <laughs> it's something we have to talk about, yeah. right? I, I don't yeah. want to be apologetic about it, but it is because, so for me, I wanted to first admit to the couple that I kind of fell for really quick and that, and Okay, when I hear a really weird story and everybody's like, Tim, did you hear about this? (laughs) Initially, I always try to not deny it, but I'm like, I want to play devil's advocate. So when I hear this story, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start digging Mm -hmm. and I'm going to see, okay, well, what's the mainstream news saying? What's the alternative news saying? Mm -hmm. And then one of my favorite things to do is I'll go on Facebook or Twitter and look for local posts. Because mm. that is usually where you find the true happenings, or at least maybe a feel for what's happening. <laughs> you yeah, know, people yeah. can still lie, right? So this one with a lady, she posts this picture of a, it was like, um, a sm- like almost like a chemtrail or a trail coming. That's a whole nother thing to talk. Anyway, but a, <laughs> a smoke trail coming down and it really looked like they'd shot something out of the sky and it was an up-to-date post, but it turned out it was an old picture, right? Mm. So yeah. And I fell for it. So I shared it in the Telegram group and I'm like, oh shit, guys, that's not true. You know, it's not. And um, what was the other one? I put an asterisk next to the two so I could remember because I've only ever been wrong twice. So awesome. uh, Yes. Yes. The other one was, I asked you this earlier. You you don't remember the Mylar bags, do you? I don't. I bet Aaron does because we had a long talk about it in the uh, Telegram group. Maybe six... Or 16 months ago. I can't remember anyway. It was in the Telegram group. <laughs> we have short memories. <laughs> yes. There was a story that came out and it was coming from some of the alternative sources and it was Amazon's banning all Mylar bags. They're taking hmm. all. And it rubbed me as disingenuous. I didn't think it was real. Right. 
So then I, I dig into it and I do just, yeah, that renegade butcher remembers the Mylar scare. See, like four months ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pepperidge Farms remembers or anybody who likes uh, Family Guy. <laughs> so, and it was, and I held off on it for a little while and I'm like, this seems like this might be the real deal. So I shared it and then either Amazon backtracked or it really wasn't nearly as bad as they had originally thought. And mm. so everybody gets their panties in a knot again. And they're like, well, shit, what are we going to do for Mylar bags? Well, first off, Uline has them. Everybody has them. But because Amazon, we all worry, right? Right, right. And it turned out it was something they were doing with translucent packaging for drug trade and that sort of thing. It, it had nothing to do with any of the silver bags or anything like that. But that night, if you go back and look on yeah. some of the prepper channels I follow, yeah, uh, I, one guy I love, Iridium... I can't remember what it is. He does like tons of gear reviews. He did a special video just on Amazon pulling Mylar bags from it. Oh, <laughs> so wow. we all fell for it. Yeah. So yeah. Do you, do you remember any um, recently that have popped up at all? Or I, I'll keep bringing some more up here for you. But the, uh, the one that I guess was talked about most in my communities was the whole chicken feed thing. And and it almost makes me wonder because it was such a big thing. Oh my gosh, it's the chicken feed. And that's why the chickens aren't laying, even though it's winter, even though they normally slow down in the winter, you know, and it, what I started to wonder was, is it because so many new people got into chickens that now, okay, we have that first year where now they're going to slow down because it's winter, because there's less light because of whatever, you know, that time of year is is that what started the whole thing? Oh my gosh, my chickens aren't laying. What's going on? And then somebody suggests, oh, I think it's the feed and it's from tractor supply. And things spread so quickly now. And it's so, and it's so hard to figure out where that, you know, like rabbit trail grows. And, you know, it, it's just, and like you were saying about the balloon. Right. That's the other thing. It's because technology is so advanced and because it's so easy to, pull an old picture that people aren't going to know and change it just a little bit. It like, it's so hard to know now. Is this actually a recent post? Is this actually real? Is this actually, you know, the person who's posting it, is this actually their thing? It's so hard to tell that now. And that's, that's what makes it, you know, so hard to figure out what is true. What is real? What is, you it know, is. And so Brian, Brian Alexovich and I had a conversation this morning about that exact thing because and, and again, I'm not here to fear monger at all. I'm trying to do the opposite. But AI, I love like chat GPT. Have you used it at all? Love. Oh, my God. Love. Anyway, he tells me that Bing is even better. Bing has their own. So oh, really? I didn't know this, but chat GPT is basically a snapshot of the Internet around 2020 or 2021. So it doesn't have real up to date stuff. At least that's what we were talking about. Okay. But Bing uses the internet live and it'll cite its sources for you so oh, that yeah so it it's i love it yeah but the other side of it is we're gonna have some real deep fake videos and pictures oh, yeah. audio that what are we you know what do we do right right right, right. <laughs> i i don't know like and when it comes down to it most times the simplest uh answer is probably what it is or the simplest um, solution to it. Right. Like you said, it was probably a lot of new people who were new into yeah. chickens who didn't realize, wow, my chickens stop laying eggs. It, it, you know, it's not the uh, chemicals in the water making the frogs right. gay. It's just, 
I wish I could right. do an Alex Jones voice, guys, because somebody up here said something about it and I yeah. had to bring it up for him. But um, yeah, and Boss <laughs> says it's climate change. There's a whole nother uh, issue that we can uh, skirt around. There's, there's so many things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to be an all-nighter. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's it's fun. It So uh, where is it? Renegade Butcher already had it here. And uh, I lost it already. We'll bring it back up in a minute. But uh, he was talking about the latest one that we're on today, the one that I just mentioned to you about uh, oh, yes. cancer and TikTok. So yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that one in a little bit. <laughs> so last summer, okay, actually, I'm going to slide back because I've noticed this trend for a lot of years anyway. And when I was a, not a kid, but a teenager, CNN was a thing and it yeah. was always on at my house and it was the summer of kidnappings. <laughs> Isn't that a fun thing? Not the summer of love. <laughs> Not the summer of, hey, get out and can some food or get a job. It was the summer of kidnappings. Kidnappings. Yes. Yeah. And I remember that summer. I remember yeah. it very, very well because every time I turned on the news, it was, hey, guess what? Another little kid was kidnapped. Right. So that whole summer, I was like, Jesus, this is crazy. How insane. So three, four years later, when I really learned about the internet, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look. I remember that year. And I look it up in... Overall, kidnappings were actually down that year. Yeah. Yeah, my husband and I will often talk about how people will say the world is so unsafe right now. So unsafe. Everything is horrible. You know, you walk outside, you're going to get mugged, you're going to get killed, you're going to get taken, you're going to get, you know, that has always happened. It has always been a thing. It's not more, it's not less. It's just you hear about it more now. And we can you know, talk about it forever and, you know, our theories and, you know, how do we fix it and blah, 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 and then politicize both sides of it. And, but crime has always been a thing. It's always, man, if you go back in history and you can actually like look at, you know, find the stuff that happened, you're like, what that happened in 1885. What that happened in 1903. Oh my God. You know, it's things that shouldn't, we were like, no, that's not right. Right. Humans were much more civilized in the Middle Ages. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. They certainly didn't brick people up inside of walls and let no. them starve to death or cover them in honey and put them out in boats until the flies ate them. I mean, only, only in the movies. Yes, that's true. It's, it's just for the uh, movies. And in, in it, yeah, yeah, I was going I'm not going there. So, yeah, but no, it's true. I mean, Becky just took, they took the Jack the Ripper tour. Hmm. That was a hundred years ago. And, they, uh, she sent me a little video and the guy's talking about it. He, he wants two slashes across the lady's head and almost took her neck right off. I mean, wow. so right. that kind of shit happens, right? It happens. I mean, yeah. Look, look at the seventies and the eighties with the serial killer scares, right? right? We don't, we don't have that as much right, right. now. So right. I don't know. It, it's weird. Hey, it is it, weird. Yeah. It's like people need something to talk about. Sure. And I you know, get that. It, I mean, because it does get tiresome talking about the weather. You know, I, I ran into two old fellers at the post office today <laughs> and, uh, oh boy. So I, I, I made the mistake of making eye contact and I was oh. in trouble after that. So they're like, Oh boy, it's not real warm yet. Is it? And I'm like, no, it's not. They're like, well, at least the sun's out and we're on the right side of the sod. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yep. 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 <sighs> I guess it's better than, you know, so uh, yeah, there. Yeah, it gives us something to talk about, you right. know. Right. So, um, what were the? Yeah. So the train, the balloon over North Dakota, and the Mylar bags. Now, here's another one. During the height of COVID, around 
I don't know, the middle of 2001, Augustin Farms. They're one of the big freeze-dried food companies. This was another story that jumped out. And it's kind of fun to look back on these because people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I was really upset about that for a minute, right? So but I now remember, we don't remember. <laughs> right, exactly. Because I, So, guys, you know, we do this thing beforehand. I'm like, hey, Amy, I'm going to tell you all these stories that we're going to talk about. And she's like, yep, don't know that one. Don't remember that one. So the... The Augustin firm. So I remember waking up, it was like six o'clock in the morning and I get an email from an, um, one of Augustin Farms uh, competition. And they're like, hey, just so you know, Augustin Farms says they're ceasing operations for at least 90 days. It looks like they're going to go bankrupt is basically what the, um, the implication was. They were, you know, basically they're saying, hey, guess what? Shortages, they can't keep up. They're going to shut down. And I'm thinking, that seems really weird. Because right now there's a huge uh, desire uh, or market for freeze-dried food. So anyway, I read an interview with the guy who owns Augustin Farms the other day. And he called COVID their Super Bowl. He said they were so busy, they're still living in that time. So what they had to do was they were getting so many orders. They had to shut down their website and only focus on their main suppliers. So instead of being able to ship to every Tom, Dick, and Harry, they just ship to Amazon and Walmart and let Amazon and Walmart do the distribution for them. Mm -hmm. But everybody took that letter as, holy shit, they're going out of business. We're going to lose one, you know? So sometimes it helps to just take a breath for a minute, hey? Take a minute and think about it. Does this make sense? Does it pass the sniff test, you know? Could there be another reason? (laughs) That makes probably, more sense. Yes, probably yeah. not. I, I'm thinking right. because, and I'm guilty of it. I'm always guilty of it is there are times when I look at that and I'm like, because, okay, when the balloons were happening, uh, Becky was, where was she? She was in the city with Amy. They were up for her sister for a few days and she messaged me. She's like, have you seen this? And she knows that I'm like, fuck off with the news, you know, that's <laughs> really because, right? yeah. yeah, that in our, because she also knows I used to listen to the news all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I've moved on from that. And right. But it was legitimately unsettling or unnerving, you know. And I read years ago the whole JFK conspiracy thing. There's a, a sociological bent to it because a lot of times when crazy things happen that don't make sense, our mind looks for connections to make them make sense. Does that make sense? Right, right. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. So, and that's, that's yeah, a Renegade says, hey, look, a distraction, right? Yeah. And that, that's what right. it is, right? That people are getting restless or the people are getting comfortable. We need to yeah. shake it up a little bit. Yeah. Because fear is, I, I guess they did, uh, anyway, they did pretty good for about three years with COVID, didn't they? Getting they us did. scared. What, whoever... Did. Here we are. I'm like, we're not going to talk about conspiracies, yet I'm using that four-letter word, they. So that's what it comes down to, right? Yeah. So, and you know what, Renegade, that's, I didn't have that in my notes, but confirmation bias is a really big thing. Yeah. Because, you know, if we prep, for instance, I had a few people message me on the down low and they're like, Tim, are you concerned about the balloon? You know, because nukes, EMPs, surveillance, whatever it is. Right. And I said, I don't give a shit. I can't do anything about it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out and keep renovating the property that we just bought (laughs) to try to make some more money. Right. Yeah. Because what else can I do? But 
if you're spending your whole day prepping for an EMP, then all of a sudden every balloon in the sky carries an EMP device with it, right? Yeah, because then you could say you were right and you can say, look at what I did. I'm prepared. But what good is being right if everybody's so sick, right? (laughs) Sick or worse, right? So um, yeah, and Hunter's correct too. Uh, Hearing something from someone you trust, that makes me think, yeah, because in that... For for our size communities, yeah. I still take that as a big responsibility because when I see something that I think maybe could scare people or get people worked up a little bit, yeah. I try to hold off and I'm like, right. and, you know, it's funny to say that because it's not like, you know, we're these great big influences or anything, but some people do listen to us, right? right. That's what it comes down to. And yeah. I don't want to be the guy who pushes somebody over the edge because, I shared a story about August and farms going, you know, is right. it my fault? No, but I will still feel like shit. Right. Right. And people, I think because people listen to us, I think people assume that we know more than we do. I, I think it's, you must, you must have the information on this. You must have the inside scoop. You must have an opinion about this. And it's so funny um, because like when the um, chicken feed thing was happening, I was getting so many messages. Are you concerned about this? What do you think? What do you know? And I like some of those things. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. What? <laughs> like I hadn't even heard of it yet. I'd, I'm outside my bar and tending my things. And, you know, I'm like, catch me up on what's supposed to be happening. I'm it's, dealing with you know? the crazy cat that I've adopted, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Or it's- I'm dealing with my eight chihuahuas that I locked in my daughter's room on the third floor right now. So we don't have to hear them tonight. You know, that kind <laughs> Perfect. of thing. So. Yeah. So I wrote down, I had this here when actually it kind of came out of when we were talking. Yeah. See if I can find it right. Nope. That's from Canadian Prepper. We'll talk about him in a minute. But um, so it kind of starts with the life cycle of a prepper news story. There's a breaking news story of some sort. You know, um, a few days ago, it was some new scary virus that we're all supposed to be scared of. I don't know if you caught that one or not. You're going to have to catch me up. I'll, I'll, like, I'll go look I it up. Know. I think Becky sent it to me. I can't remember. Or somebody. It's another one of those wow. like Ebola or something. I don't know. So it was supposed to be scary. I seen it on TikTok and I'm like, nah, let's just keep scrolling. You know, but <laughs> so it starts with a story or okay. some weird yep. happening. Yep. Let's pick the balloon, for instance. Okay. And then people throw theories out. You know, I don't really know, but I feel like it could be an EMP carrying device or, um, I used to listen to Glenn Beck. I, this is, I know anyway, he used to be on CNN, I believe it was years ago. And I remember I kind of not lost respect, but I remember the day he was talking about Iran and he's like, I don't have any proof, but I just feel like Iran has nukes and that they're going to nuke us. And I'm like, dude, you were on a national news station and you were telling people that you feel that Iran has nukes. Like, that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because some people are going to hear that as I think, or I know, you know, because people hear things to confirmation bias, you know? Yes, like, exactly. Yes, they have nukes. All right. And then they run with it. Yeah. I had somebody come up to me the other day and they're like, Hey, I'm getting interested in prepping. I've been watching a lot of Canadian preppers stuff. Have you ever seen Canadian prepper? So he has over a million subscribers on YouTube. He's from Saskatchewan, so not far from me. And his every single day, he has what he calls his daily dose of doom and gloom. And his 
thumbnails will be something along the lines of 28 days until the world ends or three weeks until the UN takes over the world or, and, and he just, if you surround yourself with that kind of negativity, you're going to start seeing that kind of negativity in the world for sure. Because I, so I've been trying to listen to him a little bit just to see what people, and it is, um, it's tiresome. Like it absolutely breaks you. It beats you up in your brain because you're hearing this in every day. It's while I was, I was talking to some security expert who says, for sure, Russia's going to send a nuke in 90 days. Or, you know, it's always just far <laughs> enough out that, do, do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like the guys that used to come on coast to coast with Art Bell yeah. every year at New Year's Eve and make predictions about the next year. And they're just loose enough that they sound believable. So, Yeah. Uh, well, and, and the crazy thing about, and I've never watched Canadian prepper or whoever. No, it, you, you got the idea though. He's yeah, yeah, but the really sad thing is if that's how people come to prepping, like if that's how that's people's introduction. They, wow, <laughs> that wow. Because and what you know, almost everyone comes to prepping out of fear, fear sure. of something, right. That's kind of normal. You know, for me, it was Y2K at first, right? I was like, oh shit, I'm a little nervous. It didn't stick, but that's what got me into it. But the problem is, is when whatever that issue of fear, when when it passes and it doesn't happen, then you feel let down or betrayed or cheated. And then you're like, well, I guess I don't need to prep anymore, right? Right. Right. So the other day when I was listening to, um, you know, uh, Atlas Shrugged, she was talking about the thing that keeps people moving every single day is a purpose. And I always said that uh, sh- fear is a good short-term motivator, but I think purpose is a good long-term motivator. Yeah. And moving people that, I guess that's one of the things that I l- look to do to people is move them from the fear to the, the uh, you know, the, the right. hope or the purpose, right? Right. right. Like, wh- why do you homestead? Because I like doing it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because uh, it, it's really good food. Because it, it makes me feel like I'm doing something that matters for my family and for, yeah. I, but you're, you don't wake up every morning and you're like, well, I guess the bomb's going to go up today. So I right. guess homesteading's a good thing, right? Right, right. It's a purpose. It, it's a hobby. It's uh, probably gives you pretty a good enjoyment in life. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That, that, to me, that's kind of what it comes to comes down to is stepping a little bit away from that fear a bit you know right well and i think it's interesting because you know we talk about when you're prepping it should be for those things that are most like most likely going to happen right you know so here it'd be the snowstorm and the ice storm that's going on right now you know and you can't get to the grocery store for how many days or you know whatever like those things but i feel like there's certain people in the community or certain communities out there where that's not exciting enough to prep for it's got to be something kapow, you know, there's got to be this big, whatever you want to call it, just dramatic or. It has to be. So do you remember Doomsday Preppers when that show came out? Yes. Yeah. So um, Rick and Jane, the, I love them. They're people I consider friends. They're the ones that run Prepper Camp. And uh, so they were on that show years ago. And they told me that when you go on the show, they, f- they basically tell you, you have to have a reason to be prepping. So they were, I think it was societal collapse or EMP or something, right? So I was talking to a 
company today uh, about a sponsorship. And she, the lady looked at me and she's like, can you tell me a little bit about like the bomb shelter bunker mentality of preppers? And I'm like, well, here's the deal. I'm not one of those. I said this, if, if you think that's what you're going to get from <laughs> talking to me, we might as well end now because, you know, is a bomb right. shelter cool? Sure. But right. I prep for losing a job or getting sure. sick or, yep. you know, um, a fire or extreme cold things that actually are going to happen. Right. right. Yeah. And so the, and like you said, some, everybody wants that sexy thing. And yes. then when they have that one sexy thing, right. They're always looking for it. Right. Yeah. What is it when you buy a, you buy a beige vehicle, all of a sudden every vehicle on the road looks beige Yes. and yeah. you, you notice it. Right. And exactly. Exactly. Aaron says, I create enough of my own doom and gloom. I don't need news telling <laughs> me that too. <laughs> like, can you imagine, uh, you know what? There's very few people in the prepper sphere that i tear down but could you imagine every single day doing a report called your daily dose of doom and gloom that you have to look for the doom and gloom then like yeah. that's the thing you have to you have to ignore all the good things that are happening or all the you know positive moving forward you've got to go out and look for that thing that you can fill that segment with that's just that's a very interesting way to live it yeah nate says ham radio is dying it's another good one Sure, oh. because again, that's what you make of it, right? Right, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Are there a lot of old people in ham radio that are going to pass away? Sure, there are. But there's also a lot of younger people and interesting people who are going to hopefully take that mantle and do something different with it. Yeah. You know, you got a guy like Nate who every time he mentions ham radio, we have to take <laughs> a drink, you know, or or Evan Dixon from Ham uh, Radio Made Easy. You know, those are two guys that, I would consider young, you know, my kids wouldn't consider them young, but that's just because they're dicks. But, you know, they... well, I, I was the girl who went and took the ham radio test and I had the blue hair. So that's right. And you passed, and right? I passed. And there were, um, I would say most of the people that were taking the test that day were around my age, my husband's age. So I, you know, I, that's, cool. I don't think it's dying. No, no. Uh, Nate says uh, he heard a hundred. Whoops, that's the wrong one. A hundred people on his on repeater, various oh, wow. repeaters tonight. I think it's, you know, it everything niche, right? Where uh, yeah. go back a little bit here. Letty Lou said, uh, "Yeah, um, didn't we have a chat in Telegram recently about how AM radio is not a thing in the new electric vehicles?" I actually touched on it in one of my episodes because yeah. it is a thing, mainly because they don't want to engineer the vehicles to be able to do it. But again, that's something we'll, you know, I don't know. New technology comes in. Sometimes right. we lose the old technology. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Renegade says 20 years of ham and I'm not dead yet. He's not <laughs> quite dead yet. Not quite. <laughs> so you see a balloon. Yeah. Everybody loses their collective ever-loving minds. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, everybody comes out with a theory, whether it's an EMP carrier I went back. I had to. I looked back. It's only been a month. And some of the comments were incredible. It's only been a month. It, well, oh six weeks, maybe. It was like but February. Still. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. It seems like 40 years ago. It you does. Know? It does. And then the next one that I see, and this happens, I'm just going to call it out, in our community. So-and-so will message you and they're like, listen, I have a brother or an uncle or a friend who knows a guy who works who in intelligence. Yep. And he says that's a pretty good chance that this might possibly could be maybe an EMP. And so they take that with, a, they run with it. Right. Yep. 
yeah. because all they hear is those three little letters and it scares the shit out of them. And yeah. I, I know what it's like. You, you get scared. And so you focus on it. You're like, well, shit, what the fuck do I do? Right. It, right. Not much. <laughs> you can't really. Right. With, <laughs> what are you, know, you going to do? Yeah. You're not going to do anything. And, right. and that's kind of where it goes. Right. So you see a story, people go nuts. They make a theory behind it. Then somebody knows a guy who knows a guy who does something. <laughs> yeah. And then something I've noticed a lot lately is I inserted this one, but insert random, not too well-known theory from the nineties here. So somebody will go and they'll find the most obscure conspiracy theory from some IRC chat room in 1992. Yes. And they'll be like, see, that's see? exactly that. It proves it. Right. Because right I, always, <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm not. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. it all turns out to be either a floating plastic bag or a Boy Scouts ham radio Boy project. Scout, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. what a letdown. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I really, I was really expecting it to be any, I, you know, I, I remember when, um, w when COVID happened and a lot of people were like, I didn't think the apocalypse would be this boring, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Because, because we one, want that big sexy thing, right? Yeah. Ross, we point, can have our apocalypse outfit and all of our, you know, we're ready for it. I don't know. My apocalypse outfit will be a lot like I drew wear to Walmart, you know, I, <laughs> just not pajama pants most days. But because at one point there was five or six balloons, depending on the stories right. you heard, yep. they were being shot down left, right and center. All the time. One. All the time. All the time. And we were pretty sure they were all of Chinese origin. Now. Absolutely. I did quite a bit of digging earlier today just to see where we ended up. And it looks like, of course, we know the first one was some sort of Chinese device, whether it was a, um, you know, a weather balloon or a, you know, an air current, whatever, or it was a surveillance device, which, you know what, to be honest, I'll probably say, I think it probably was because it's something they just keep pushing out there and they're like, hey, we'll just see what we can do. So then, and I told Becky this after the first one and all the other ones started popping up. I'm like, I think they tightened the net and they're just finding a bunch of bullshit in the sky that they never knew was there before. And that's really <laughs> what it turned out to be. Yeah. They're like, I, it, you, do you ever remember when you used to be able to, um, the old computer monitors, if they'd be a little bit out of sync, you could turn the button and all of a sudden the picture would come in clear. Sure. I think somebody did that with their monitor at NORAD and they're like, oh, what is that? <laughs> There's something there. <laughs> yes, we better go shoot it down with a million Absolutely. and a half dollar missile. Yeah. And so from the best of what I can hear, at least one of those seems like it was a missing uh, amateur radio satellite that a little group set up in mm. the sky. Mm -hmm. uh, and then a couple other ones, uh, I, Cam and Kobe from Casual Preppers, they had it, the actual radio from the cockpit, and it sounded like it was about the size of a football. So, and they attempted to shoot it and they missed it the first time and they hit it the second time and they couldn't find the debris. No wonder you couldn't. Cause it was yeah. probably a fucking somebody's <laughs> wedding balloon that they let go on their first anniversary. And right. it was one of them shiny yeah. helium balloons. Right. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you know, so here I go on my rants. Right. But, uh, uh, Haas says lots of people will do that. Like in my area, they talk about fire prepping when a big one hits, but as soon as it passes, they never do anything. Then the next fi mm -hmm. fire hits, and then they talk about it again. Mm -hmm. 
Same reason that you can buy really nice generators for half price on Facebook Marketplace three days after a hurricane. Yeah. Because we panic and we're like, let me throw money at something so it makes it go away, right? Because it makes me feel better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nate says they shot down APRS. I think that's some sort of fancy uh, ham radio. Nate will fill us in, but it's some kind of ham radio balloon. With <laughs> and then milk. can we drink? We'll have to drink then because mm -hmm. it's ham radio again. I'm all out of bourbon, but I won't be for long. So <laughs> let's get some more Buffalo Trace. I still have some ice and some orange peel, so it'll make for an interesting drink. Perfect. There we go. Um, so Facebook memories, those are a lot of fun. Yeah. I'll go on there once in a while and I'll be like, eight years ago, you were screaming about who knows what. And guess what? I can't even right. remember what the hell it was about. Right. Yeah. You know, when I used to be into politics, that was always fun because there was always the issue du jour. Like, okay, what what's yeah. today's story that we're going to get pissed off about? And then it won't mean anything in a week, right? Right, right. So uh, today, where are we here? Let me slide back in my notes a little bit because I'm going to end up losing the spot. <laughs> oh, boy. So now everybody was very bent out of shape today about the Restrict Act. Everybody says that we're going to ban TikTok. At least that's what that's what the talking point is on Google News if you go there today. This is if true. You, if you read further into the story or into the, the act, it, it could be really, really bad. Sure, it can. But again, when we look back at, we haven't even talked about a few of them yet, but Augustin Farms, Mylar Bags. Uh, well, how about the continent last summer? Everybody, they had that scary map on the news. And everybody said, holy shit, we're not going to have any power in the central continent. No power. No power. For None. Months. We're, we're not right. going to have power for months. Blackout. So again, that didn't sit very well with me. And I'm like, something's not right. So I start digging and I find this map. Turns out they issue that map every single year. No. And I know. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> and so what it is, is they do a report on the health and stability of the grid. And so there was a couple of power stations that were scheduled for maintenance that were going to be taken offline, which meant in the case that, yes, rolling blackout. See there, see, Nate says, yep. oh my God, I remember the power map, right? Yep. So yeah. It's fun to laugh at this and right. carry on about it because hopefully it'll all stick into all of our brains because I did an episode on what to do in case rolling blackouts happen. But what I did was I took a deep dive into that map because mm -hmm. every year they do the report. And it was somewhere in the ballpark of the chances of rolling blackouts were about 5% higher in 2022 than they were in 2021. 5%. 5%. But the map had this beautifully painted red strip all the way down the middle of the continent. Uh -huh. And so it played really well on CNN. Oh, sure. On Natural News Now. Mm -hmm. On what's that Russian one that everybody loves to... RTN or mm. there's three or four in our communities that I get sent a lot that people are like, this is the real news. And I'm like, oh, right. okay, yeah, sure. This Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm good with it. You know, but we didn't have them. I'm, there were a few blackouts. Now that doesn't mean don't prep for them on occasion, right. but don't lose your shit over it and go spend more money than you have 
or right. better yet, don't spend more brain brain power on it than you need to, right? More attention than you need to. Yeah. Right. Because Absolutely. you're a get shit dunner, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, doers yeah. are better than donters, right? right? So when it comes down to it, what good does it do to focus on any one of these stories? Right. Because what can you do about it? I, That's not much. What, one of the... Um, the banks, they were talking about the banks, you know, the mm. banks were going under. That was, I don't oh, even I think that was on that list. Yes. I just thought about that. Now I had people who were messaging me, make sure you take money out of the bank and make sure I'm like, I got chicks in the incubator. Right. Like, I don't, this has not like, I don't know how this affects me. And now, and, it, and now we're not talking about it anymore. Ah, we're, <laughs> well, I, we, moved, we moved on. Moved on. So it's just, it's so crazy how everything is such a big deal. And then not a big deal at all. Then it disappears. It's, yeah. It's like jack it up to 11. Yeah. And, and move on. Right. And so much of this stuff, it's like, but what can you do about it? You can't. There's nothing I can do. But you you almost are made to feel bad that you don't care and that you're not freaking out about it. Because if you're not freaking out about it, then you're an asshole. I don't know. You're, you're not a good prepper. No, I get it. You're you not know? a good prepper. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, it's the same as if you're not an entrepreneur. And you're not on keto. And let me see yeah. what else can yep. I pick. Um, if you're yep. not a homesteader who yep. posts to Instagram, then you're not really doing it, right? You're not really doing it. No, I. You know what? I, I just want you to be fucking free. That's all I want. Hundred percent. I want you to do whatever the fuck you want to do, and I want you to build the life that you want to live. And but I don't. Is that sexy enough? Can we get behind that as a sexy thing? Because it's so here's, be a sexy here's thing. the deal. In my entire <laughs> life, I have never been sexy enough. That's what happened. So I don't give now a shit. Now you don't care. Right? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, the Renegade Butcher is going to have some really good clips out of tonight's episode. Yes. You know? so, yes. Um, uh, Tori says she's currently in her car in the driveway, listening, watching, and hiding from the noisy kids and dogs. Perfect. I'm doing the same thing, except my dogs are hiding upstairs. So, <laughs> um, so we're, yeah. So we did ma massive blackouts, which... Yeah didn't happen no we were supposed to have the winter of discontent in europe which didn't affect us a whole lot they, they had it a little tighter there but they didn't run out of natural gas they didn't right. they didn't run out of food you know they weren't eating their firstborn they or weren't. You know, boiling their dogs so we did they did good because here's the thing i'm a an optimistic realist so typically humans can find a solution for problems right generally so, i think so maybe not always, but you know, uh, RPA, this is, remember how I said there's somebody I can never pronounce their name. Yes. I, I call him ARP or, or Arp? Him. yeah, ARP. A <laughs> rap. Winner. That's what it was going to be. Yes. Um, they all thought it right. So yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Oh, I'm going to step on some toes here. So Lenny uh -oh. says all the un unvaccinated were supposed to die horrible, terrible deaths, winter, 2021, 22. Or the people who had the jabs are now sterile and dropping over at a higher right. rate. So right. fuck it. It's Either on way. both sides. Yeah. It, it sure is. So. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, mm, good. Really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nate says, nothing wrong with Joe Biden mentally, right? Nothing. Yes. Nothing. <laughs> um, how do you pronounce that again? Joker Lee's? Joker Cleese, like Hercules. Oh, Joker Cleese said, Joker found my Cleese. headphones and I'm currently annoying my family with random outbursts. <laughs> That's, That's the best. Awesome. That's the best. 
it, it poor uh, a rapier like the French sword, but there we go. He's mentioned that to me a few times, and I always forget because I'm live and I just you know froth yeah. off in the mouth once in a while, right? So, <laughs> balloon over North Dakota tractor supply. How about train derailments? Train derailments. So I am a part, um, you know, of the Prepper Broadcast Network. Yes. And I love my brethren and sisterin. I, I love calling them sisterin because it sounds like somewhere you store sewage or something. Yes, it does. <laughs> I don't even think it's a real word, but I made it up the other night. So I love them to death. There is a bit of a focus on doom and gloom over there sometimes. I try to yeah. be a, a beacon of uh, solutions and, and and getting shit done, which is yeah. cool, whatever, to each their own. And we have yeah. a back panel group where we talk on Signal a lot about okay. different things. And I just kind of sit back and watch a lot of it. The train derailment yeah. was an absolute disaster it was horrible yeah. it sucked right yeah. but all of a sudden it was people seeing uh what was it like gas skims in puddles in ontario like um anyway you know whatever, whatever dead fish i mean th there was people posting pictures of dead fish before you know before the water even would have got to them you know what i mean yeah. like i'm like yeah. anyway it and so here's the thing Yes. Renegade Butcher says it was a train wreck, right? It was a train wreck. Hunter's going to like the Hunter listens to me. So <laughs> I love Hunter. Anyway, so here's the deal. The train goes off the track. It was a disaster. It was mm -hmm. horrible. Mm -hmm. So then three days later, the news is like, holy shit, there's another train derailment in Texas. Then there was another one in Pennsylvania. So all of a sudden people are like, Goddamn Al Qaeda is, yep. you know, or or domestic terrorists. Do you remember when yep. everybody was shooting up the? Uh, oh, I forgot about that one. The power stations. Remember the power stations? There's there were so many to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, killed fish and made puppies, kittens, three hundred miles upstream. Right. Yep. So when it came down to it, all of a sudden the news, and hence, and when I say news, I mean the mainstream news, and I mean our alternative news that a lot of us follow as well. We're like, holy shit, we have a, an absolute pandemic of train derailments. Well, yeah. it turns out, I'm like, give me 30 seconds. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> so the average, on average in the US, I'm going to okay, how about you guess? How many train derailments are in the United States in 365 days on, on average? Oh gosh, I have no idea. Just No guess. idea. I didn't... 50. I don't know. <laughs> 1,000. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Every year. Three per day on average. So shit happens. So, yeah. there, There's not always a conspiracy. That's what we're talking about. Because when we have averages, sometimes yeah. they come in bunches, right? right. So, Yes. Wow. It's it's insane, right? So what are you going to do? I I don't know. Not much, right? So Not much. Yeah. <laughs> I can't um, do anything about train derailments. I really can't. So if anybody's listening tonight and they're like, "Damn. I think the the, the theme of this show was what are you going to do?" <laughs> it really is. What are you going to do? The answer to that is uh we're going to do uh lots of great things. We're going to yeah. build the life we want to live. We're going right. to build a business or not build a business, go to work and be the best damn employee you can be yeah. or be the best wife or the best 
husband or divorce your husband because he's a cop. I mean, that's the least you could do. So <laughs> that's a little inside joke there, guys. You, you did have an email from someone who said you can't believe you stayed married to a cop, right? And we're, we're still married, if you can believe it. That is, you are just not a good prepper. I can't I'm imagine. Not, so. No. Um, Letty Lou says, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. You know, I, it could be possible or it could, yeah, you know, could just be that bad things happen and, they you do. know. They always have forever and ever. Do I? It's life. I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't necessarily think that there's somebody with, you know, marionette strings pulling all the strings. I just think that evil people tend toward power or people who want more power. And then they just do selfish, shitty things when they get in yeah. power. Yeah. And I don't think, I just think they're just bad. <laughs> that's all it is. Right. So I don't know if that's sexy enough. Mm. You really need to work on this. I, You know what? I will there give has to be a sexier story. What is, what's his name? Claus, um, the, the international monetary fund, Claus Schwartz or Claus, whatever his name is. Somebody will fill me in there. He's the one Probably. that's actually, he's the one that picks the president and tells oh. them what to do. And, oh. you know, so yeah, it, um, I, I, yeah, I think it's chemtrails. I think that does it really. And, and climate out. change. Climate change. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so let's throw this out there since we're talking about climate change. Let's. Fear. Fear really fucking sucks. Yeah. And so we, okay. Sometimes we joke in our telegram group, you know, somebody will be like, oh, those lazy millennials or those lazy, well, can't really make fun of millennials anymore because they're fucking 40. But right. the, how about the Gen Zs? They're like, oh, right. they don't want to work. They just want to play on their phone. Well, I'm kind of optimistic about those kids. I really, I, I think there's enough go-getters in there. The problem is, is that they're getting beat over the head with fear 24-7. And what I hear, and Alice, my poor Alice, I love her to death. She has a lot of anxiety like I have, you know. And uh, she comes home and she's like, the teacher told me that, you know, the world's probably not going to be here in a while because of climate change, you know. And then, oh, yeah, and then you, I see this a lot. Like I, I go on Reddit quite a bit because mm -hmm. I, I just like it. It's kind of, I enjoy it. But there's yeah. a lot of younger people on there, like 18 and under. Sure. And a, a common thread through a lot of what they say is, why bother? Because the world's not going to be here by the time I'm 30. Right. Why Maybe? try? Why make anything of myself if you're telling me it's not going to be here? Or it's going to be such a shit show. Why, you know? We're, we're old totally enough to know that. that's not true. You right. know, that that's what... And then, of course, they keep moving the goalposts because, you know, if well, again, what was uh, and I didn't bring you on to debate climate change or anything. But <laughs> since we're talking about it, you know, um, what the, the Al Gore documentary that he won the Academy Award for, what was it like eight years or something? And the polar ice caps would be gone. And that was, you know, and then they're like, OK, well, guess what? Um, now it'll be a little bit longer. And what? OK, even if you even if you believe that. What good does beating people over the head with that fear do? Right. Because all you're all right. you're doing is paralyzing people to the point that they don't want to act. And so if you right. really viewed it as a threat to humanity, what good would it like? Right. Why What's not? The point? Exactly. And that's yeah. what we're here for is to inspire people to action, to do shit, to make right. something out of their life and not yeah. fucking live in the fear all the time, right? Right. Yeah. It was very interesting during um 
COVID, like, because my boys are 19 and 20 now. And so, you know, when COVID was happening and just, it was so interesting, just all the, all the stuff they were hearing and how, you know, basically nothing matters. Like, why are we doing anything? And just like understanding that was their reality and that's what they were hearing and that's what they were, you know, out there in the world and, you know, some of their friends and just like that, that was, that was the talk. And that's just crazy to live in. Like, what do, what do you expect people to do with that? It's, well, exactly. Because yeah. even, even when we were, you know, toddlers, you know, young kids in elementary <laughs> school and in junior yeah. high, you know, that kind of thing, yeah. you know, they might've been talking about peak oil or they might've been talking about the ozone layer, but it was never, it was never the thing that was always pushed. You were never, yeah. it was never the driving force behind all of it. And it was never the thing that's like, hey, guess what? There's really no point, right? Right. Yeah, I don't remember ever feeling like, what's the point of doing anything? Because it's all going to be gone. I never. And we're Gen X. We should. We we were the ones who didn't give a shit. Don't care. I, I, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to shower. I'm going to rip my jeans, and and I'm not going to get a job or work for the man because my damn parents did that, and I ain't going to be no stuff suit. And you know, and now we're old people yelling at clouds but but we also have the experience to know that i've lived through y2k 9-11 uh remember the mayan when the mayan world was going to end in 2012 2008 bank collapse um yeah oh there was that little thing that started in march 2020 you know all that shit and And we're still here here. yeah see jinx you owe me a drink so okay (laughs) perfect yeah exactly when I was in Tennessee last year, actually, I think I might have been driving between Tennessee and North Carolina going to prepper camp. I was listening to a podcast that will remain nameless, but it wasn't um, it wasn't necessarily somebody attached to our community, but maybe just out on the fringes. And they were talking about September 24th, 2022, and how they were pretty concerned about that date. And they had heard that maybe the world wasn't going to end, but some really nasty shit was going to happen. And I thought, how can you, (laughs) you have a very big platform to talk about something like that. And you're going to say that you have a feeling that September 24th is going to be a bad day because uh, QAnon said it or 4chan or whatever. And it was all based on, from what I can tell, a misspoken sentence from a guy at a European news conference. Because... Instead of saying February 24th when the war started, he said September 24th by mistake. And so mm. everybody took that as a, a Freudian slip or whatever. Mm. Yeah. And so and I'm like, how do, how, do you, how do you base? Again, it's like, I don't have any proof, but I just have a feeling that something really bad is going to happen on September 24th, you know? Right. That, that's scary, right? It is scary. And, and I think people... Like, I think when you're, I think we think people are like us and will listen to us like how we intend our words to be taken. But I, I think right. like you have to realize people are not always the way you think. They don't hear what you're saying the way you always intend it to be heard. And so, man, especially if you have a really big platform, you have to be so careful what you say because you say something and half your followers hear it a different way and then they go and talk and they're freaking out about it. it's 
You because have a responsibility when you have a microphone. And, you know, and, I mean, we have, what do they say? We have the freedom of speech, but it's probably not a good idea to stand in the movie theater and holler fire, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I okay, Alex Jones, for instance, you know, the dude, I might think he's an absolute crackpot, but he can <laughs> say whatever he wants. But guess what? When you claim that little kids didn't get killed at Sandy Hook, you're going to get fucking sued, right? right? That's right. what it comes down to. And, right. you know, I don't know if the dude's been right or wrong. All I can think about is how he says the goddamn frogs are going to get gay. You know, like I, it, to me, I just, it doesn't, yeah. Yes. When you become a, a caricature of yourself. Yeah. And sometimes I think, we might as well talk about this a little bit too. Sometimes <laughs> I think that, and I hope this never happens to me. I really do. And I'll do my damnedest not to let it happen. But as people grow and as they get popular yeah, and they become celebrity, and, and this is the, and you've probably seen this on YouTube as well. It's, it's kind of like the algorithm. So what works for you, you do more of it, right? Yep. And so it worked and you're like, oh, well, if I push it just a little more, it'll work all the better. And yeah. then if I push it a little bit more, in, did you ever watch The Simpsons? Yeah. Yeah. So Flanders in the first couple of seasons was just kind of your churchy church guy, right? Yeah. And as the episode, as the seasons went on, he got almost to be a caricature of himself, like this insane over the top religious guy. Sure. So sociologists have a term for it. They call it the Flanderdi- Flanderdization. I can never pronounce it. Hmm. In other words, somebody in a TV show is expected to act a certain way. And once they become pigeonholed or typecast, they have to get more and more extreme to get there. And so a guy like Canadian Prepper, whom I'm sure Nate, that's his name, is a really good dude. And I'd love to have him on the show to talk about his story sometime. I think that maybe is what happened with him. Oh, sure, sure. You know, Alex Jones, you know, I think is probably the same thing. And I'm going to put it out there that um, a lot of people got their bread buttered over COVID. You know, they had a ton of people come to them and they're like, you know, whatever you think of the conspiracy or the non-conspiracy, there was a lot of people interested in fear and prepping at that time. Yeah. And so they, they hitched their horse to that wagon and coming out the other side, they're like, fuck, I need, I need something else. I need to keep going. Right. So pick your latest conspiracy or world altering issue and run with it. Right. And it yeah. sucks. I don't know. What do you think? I've been talking all night. I barely let you talk at all. So no, I've been talking too. What are you talking about? We got people talking in the comments. We got oh yeah. all the people are talking. No, it's funny. Um, I think once you get known for something and you see it on YouTube, especially a lot, I think probably because it's visual and it's easy to see. But yes. It's yeah. It's you are yourself. And then it's like, you have to be whatever that thing is about yourself that stands out. You have to be more of that, but sometimes that's not necessarily a good thing. Like it works in the, in getting you popular and getting you out there, but it, it's maybe not the thing that you should, you, you know? Yeah, I, no, I, I, okay. So I, I won't lie. You know, like when I record a tool review video, uh, I'm going to say my voice changes ever so slightly. I always yeah. call it the YouTube voice and I don't even <laughs> know how it starts. I, you know, my, my kids laugh at me and it's not even, even podcasting, you know, you develop that radio cadence yeah. a little bit. Yep. And that's okay. I don't yeah. mind. Uh, you know, even do it. You just drag out certain syllables or, you, yep. you, you know, you pause and that that's okay. That's part of, 
the performance. Sure. And, the, yeah. and because Marshall McLuhan, my favorite Canadian philosopher, always said the medium is the message. And yeah. he said that you couldn't get a good message out there if you didn't have it packaged in the proper medium. That's so absolutely true. It is true, but yeah. you have to stay true to yourself too, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Did, and I, I think, and I've been talking with some people about this actually is what makes you different is what it, I think sometimes in, in this, in like YouTube and podcasting, all that, we want to do the thing that works, but we think the thing that works for everybody else is what's going to work for us. And we should mm. just go with that because that's the thing that's working right now. But I think once you get so many people doing that same thing, it's, it's the thing that makes you different is the thing that's going to make you stand out. And right. you, you have to be okay with that, you know? So I mentioned this the other night. It's funny how, I don't know how it happens, but shows stack on top of one another. So you'll have three or four shows back to back where the, the theme seems to come together at the same time, you know? Yeah. But if, if you look at, if you go on my phone and look at my, the, the channels that I subscribe to mm-hmm. on YouTube, almost all of them could be me. You know, they're kind of a, not a soft spoken, but not a, I don't know. I don't know if I'm loud or whatever, but you know, kind of that middle-aged white dude, you know what I mean? And that's, that's all of the guys I follow because those are the guys I resonate with. Right. Their voices are the ones that I learn from. Mm -hmm. And do you remember our conversation a few years back about when I mentioned that for uh, many years, I, somebody's going to shoot me for this. I couldn't listen to female audiobook narrators. Yep. I remember you saying that. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, fuck that stupid. Oh no, I won't even say it because somebody will clip it. And they'll be like, you know, <laughs> it was just, it was a pitch thing. I had a yep. hell of, I caught myself. See, but yeah, <laughs> I had a hell of a time and you know, but then I, yeah. I uh, and then it started with, uh, I listened to, uh, actually, um, Nicole was the first female podcaster I listened to. And it even took me a while to get used to her voice. Yeah. But then I, you know, grew to really enjoy it. And then I listened to you and then mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, yeah, but that's what it is. Everybody comes to content uh, looking for something different, right? Oh, sure. Uh, James at the, I, I told this, I think I told the story last night of all things, but at Prepper Broadcast Network, we had a talk um, a few, quite a few months ago when I first started. And he said, listen, we have, are, are we getting too many content creators? And I said, I don't think that's possible. You could have a hundred content creators talking about prepping, but here's the thing. Each person is going to appeal to a different genre, a different group of people. Right. Because somebody's going to be like, you know, that blue haired lady from two chick homestead or not two, yeah, from uh, a kind of life. No, you know, the girl from two chicks homestead has no hair. That's right. Yes. (laughs) Or that crazy balding guy that, uh, Looks like he's 65 from Canada. You know, that dude. No, I just, I kind of like him. I I dig him. You know what I mean? So that, and, and that's what it comes down to. And you have to. I think that's why it's important to be yourself because I do think people talk about, there's so many podcasters, there's so many YouTubers, there's so many bloggers. Like, you know, it was blogging for a while. Everybody's got a blog and everybody, you know, talking about the same thing, but everybody talks about what they talk about in their own way. And that's why I think it's so important. If you're going to be a podcaster or a blogger or YouTuber, you have to do your thing in your way. Yes. Watch other channels, figure out what they're doing and be like, okay, I'm going to take a little bit of that, a little bit of that, but here's my flavor. Like, here's my spice. This is how I do it because 
three channels can say the same exact thing and I'm going to watch one channel because I identify with that person more or they're the same age as me or they live in the same area as me or they're really funny or they're really serious or they have a Midwest accent. They got a Midwest accent that you don't realize till you have a podcast and you listen back and you're like, wow, (laughs) I do have an accent. I was talking to a lady today. She's like, could you just say out and about one more time for me? And I'm like, sure, I can. That is so funny because the first time I listened to you, I'm like, he must live sort of close to me <laughs> because it's, your O's were so long. And it was like, you have to be somewhere north. It's from the Maritimes. That's yeah. where it came from. That's yeah. the, you know, and I, I, quite often, this is really funny. I will get comments on my videos that people say I sound like Jordan Peterson. Do you, do you know Jordan Peterson? Uh-uh. he's a Canadian um, psychologist who's he's okay. been on Joe Rogan and stuff. You've okay. probably seen videos with him and don't probably. know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily think I do, but apparently <laughs> because he's Canadian and I'm also Canadian. You sound exactly the same. Yes. Apparently. Yes, you know, so. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and that's, I think maybe that's where this whole thing goes is that, you know, the new cycle goes in cycles. Yeah. And so, certain things come back around, but people, we, and this is not scary, but it's a tough one. We, we make our money or we, we butter our bread with things and we're like, Oh, that really worked. So let's do more of that. And once you hit a certain point and you have all these plates in the air and you're juggling them, you don't want it to fall apart. So I might as well just keep doing what I'm doing. And I don't think maybe it's disingenuous. I think it's just, I don't, I, I don't think most of the people do it out of uh, deceit. I think they just keep doing it because that's what works. they do. What that's do you think? I know that's what yeah. they know. And that's what works for them. So why would I quit doing it? I suppose. Yeah. Joker, Joker, uh, Joker Lee says is Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That, that, that's yes. me. Yep. So, <laughs> and apparently the Chicago accent is a category all by itself. I didn't know that. Hmm. Could be. And, uh, a rapier, uh, maybe I think I got it right that time, said, uh, there's so much detail in prepping and homesteading. It's actually good to have so many people. One might have that key detail you need for it to click and work for yeah. you. Yeah. And that that's what I always say. I, you know, I, it's funny that people are willing to listen to four episodes a week of my shit. And a lot of it is things they've heard before, but hopefully it's in a little different vein and they'll take an up. Ep- they'll be like, oh, you know. And what's cool about it, I guess, is that somebody hears it, but they don't hear what I say. They hear what they need to hear because they're they're listening to it or watching it through the lens of their own life. Yep. Yeah. Do you ever have that happen? Yeah. And they're looking for a certain thing. Maybe they don't know what they're looking for, but they, they listen to whatever episode and they're like, yeah, that's what I needed to hear. And it's funny because I will have people who will... Um, email me after I do an episode and I will do an episode with a certain like this is what I'm going for and this is this is my message and they will pull something completely different out of it but it works you know but that's what they were looking for and that's what they needed to hear so yeah <laughs> I'm gonna read this one out loud because that makes me smile Erin I love you so much she's a, what a wonderful woman but she says I <laughs> She says, I can listen to Jack say something and you say the same thing and it comes off better from you, Tim. So, ah, there whatever. you go. Gold because star. everybody hears things 
And I'll bet you some people are like, that fucking Canadian, he doesn't know what he's talking about. What a poser. And then they'll be like, but that, that, that you know, hippie duck farmer from Texas, he's got his shit together. We, we all need different things, right? We do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, where does one, so when you read something and you're yeah. like, your bullshit detector goes off. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? I say, wait a minute. Uh, my husband was actually showing me a story uh, the other night. He's like, did you see this? And I'm like, no. So he showed it to me and I looked and I'm like, mm, mm, doesn't pass the sniff test. Mm, I, I, I don't know. And th- because it's so easy to fake things, it's so easy to change things, tweak things. It, it just, I, I feel like nowadays, especially it's so important to whenever you hear anything, Mm-hmm. Just take a minute. How long is a minute? Like, longer than a minute. <laughs> a day, maybe. Yeah, like, and, and, and maybe do your research or talk to other people or just let it sit. Because after after you let it sit for a little bit, then you're like, wait a second, there could be another reason. Maybe there's another reason that the chickens aren't laying. Maybe there's another reason that so many people are suddenly talking about the chickens not laying. Maybe it's that there's a lot of people who are new to chickens. And this is like really weird all of a sudden that they're like, wait a second, my chickens were laying and now they're not what's happening. You know, I mean, and I don't know, like you said, there, I'm not saying there couldn't be people out there messing with the food. Right. Like that could happen, but not everything is a conspiracy. So just sit with it. Because the most Sherlock Holmes, I I couldn't quote it if I wanted to, but uh, the most likely scenario or, or, you know, typically, you know, what's more likely? There's a bunch of new homesteaders who have never dealt with molting birds before or cold weather with low low shortage of daylight yeah. or somebody who snuck into the manufacturing facility right. that sends out all of the food for the entire continent for tractor yeah. supply and right. put in some sterilizing agent right. to make sure the birds don't lay so that Right. It can get us all of us preppers up, you know, in a knot. Right. right. And then and then I always wonder, like, what's the point of that? Like, if that was actually true and they didn't want the chickens to lay, okay, what's the point of that? Now let's think through that. Y- yes. You know, like just work through it a little bit, people. <laughs> so I just I have um four things that I put in all caps, I think. Let me uh, no, sorry, three. The, and these are if 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 it's like you might be a redneck if, but I, <laughs> I'm going to call it, you might be um, a less than trustworthy source if I say these things. Okay. Uh, Today, folks, I have news that you're not going to hear anywhere else. Anywhere else. Yes. Anywhere. You're not going to hear it anywhere else. So it must be true. It it. must be true. Um, If they give you a time frame or a date that something's going to happen, it's probably bullshit. If they say... The world's going to end in two weeks or September 24th is the day it's all going to fall apart. People. That's the day. I'll bet you, you could probably plan a flight for September 24th <laughs> and because be okay. the shit that's going to happen is you're not going to see it coming. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Or, or the best one is I'm just going to speculate here for a minute. So I, I got to be, I don't want to be a dick, but all three of those came from one video from Canadian Prepper. Uh-oh. So yeah, uh, it, uh, yeah, so it is what it is right now. Yeah. Nate says, and I totally dig this. 
John Willis does Panic Prepper, which is almost like a um, satire of, yeah. you know, I love it because it's 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 great. It makes fun of humor. I fucking love to make fun of things because it opens our eyes to look at things and yeah. realize that. But, yeah, oh, yeah, there's a good one. One step closer. Uh, I know three ER doctors. I know a guy who knows a guy. Yeah. I was yep. talking to my uncle the other day and he said, yep. he knows a guy who works with DARPA <laughs> and he said, we're in trouble. It's like, yeah, no, no, you don't. You know what, right. what, what it really is, is you read an article on the internet and you want confirmation bias. So you're talking to me so that I will hopefully say it's probably true. Right. Right. So right. those, those are three things that people do say that if they say them and, Pay attention to the words that people use in between the important stuff, you know, yeah. like the, okay, I'll use, I poor Glenn Beck because, you know, it's easy to pick on the guys who, you know, but um, pay attention to the, I don't really know, but I think, mm. because that's the part that's important because if all you hear is Iran has nuclear weapons and they're going to attack us in a week, right. well, holy shit, like, Pay attention to the in-between words, because if somebody takes 15 minutes to build up to a point, all they're doing is throwing out word salad yeah. <laughs> and trying, you know, trying to make you think they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They're basically trying to shut your brain off. Flat earthers are really good at this. I, I <laughs> they'll, they'll talk and talk and talk and talk and talk to be like, it's not gravity, it's buoyancy. And you're like just fuck off. I like, I, I'm sorry. You, that one's stupid. I, I'm, it, you know, it, it, yeah. So there's a good one. Uh, Letty Lou said zero. Yeah. I saw it on zero hedge. They're not the most unbiased news. It's not right. CNN or Fox. So it must be trustworthy. Right. right. Yeah. That that's another Obviously. one. <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, Joker Lee says, you can't believe everything yes. you read on the internet. And that was attributed to Abraham Lincoln. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> because if Tim says that on April 1st, Mm -hmm. And evil was unleashed on the earth. You'd be like, oh man, well, you know what? That's my mother-in-law's birthday. So. <laughs> Uh-oh. You only listened to the first part. You didn't That's listen right. to the second part. Oh. So now everybody's going to tell everyone tomorrow that right. the world's going to end. But no, yep. what I was really saying was we need to celebrate my mother-in-law. Right. Right. Ren Renegade believes all of my. And. Yeah. Aw. Don't, don't trust what I say, Frank. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just some Yahoo that's up here hollering at himself in his basement, you know, trying to keep my dogs quiet. But it things are important. They mean something. Yeah. And Letty, you're right. Like, don't just, don't take anything anybody says 100%. Question right. it all, right? Absolutely. I don't care who you are. I don't care how cool I think you are or how right you were before. You might not be right this time. I don't care how good you look on Instagram or right. TikTok or, you know, like. <laughs> how sexy the story is. Yes, doesn't matter. Like, because to be absolutely honest, the sexier it is, probably yeah. the less chance it is to be right. true. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that. It, yeah. So there, there we are. Um, Nate says April 1st is going to be fun. I'm going to mess with the kids. Don't say anything. They're down here listening. Oh, no. I always said a fool was born on April Fool's Day, but that's a whole other story for another day. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, she's in England. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so. <laughs> yeah, there's another one. All kidding aside, Joker Lee's hit it the nail on the head. 
Yep. I'm not saying it was aliens, but, but it was it was, it was aliens. aliens. Yeah. It was. I'm not yeah. saying it, but I'm fucking saying it. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> That's a good one. I, we should almost make a list of yeah. Anyway, so my community's great. So whenever I post something now, there's a few people who love to say must be nice because must I, be nice. I did, I did a did you hear my spicy episode on killing the um poverty mindset? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yes. it must be nice. And must so now nice. they just josh me with that all the time. So <laughs> it would be really good if we could all think of trigger. Oh man, that's a bad, I hate that. There's, there's a word that triggers That's you. a hard word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, if you could come up with key I'm phrases. so triggered. Yes. I'm really triggered right now. I'm so triggered that I'm, yeah. But if we could all come up with phrases, maybe we'll make a list of them over the next while of yeah. things that if you hear it, the old, uh, you know, Scooby, uh, not uh, <laughs> Spidey sense. That's what I'm looking there for. I start tingling because yeah. you're like, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that it is, but it is. It is. Yeah, it, is. it totally is. Yeah. And it, it, um, so there's an old adage in the newspaper industry. If the headline is a question, the answer is no. And uh, because it's it's uh, clickbait, right? It's the sure. oldest thing in the world. But yeah, um, you know, the question will be: Do eggs cause cancer? Well, if the headline asks a question, ninety nine percent of the time it's a no. no. Mm -hmm. So that's something hopefully everybody can hang on to because it's yeah. one of those things, you know. Yeah. Did we succeed tonight, Amy? I think we succeeded. I think we 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 yeah. I, I don't know. I I. I'm, I hope everybody wore their steel-toed boots, but <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think we were pretty good. I think we were okay. I think it's, you know, it's just because there's always going to be another news story. There's always going to be another thing that it, God knows what will come out tomorrow in the news, you know. And when you hear it, take a minute, you know, figure take out. Take a farmer's how, kind of life minute. <laughs> take a farmer's kind of life minute. Pretend I'm sitting on my yard with my whiskey and my barn cats and just taking a minute to chill out. But, you know, like, how, how are they presenting it? Who's saying it? Listen to all the words they're saying. Think about, does it remind you of a story that happened two months ago, three months ago, six months ago, 14 months ago? You know, ha have we heard this before? Is this another? Yeah, it's just people eat up the news and it says it's like they shut off their brains and they're just let's go, let's go with this thing. And that is true. Um, isn't it? That why, why do we wonder why we shut our brains off when it comes to the news? We just accept it and run with it. Right. I don't know, but it's, know. you're absolutely right. Like just think, take a breath, like yeah. put And again, here's the other thing. Even if it is true, can you affect it? Can you do anything right. about it? Right. You know, if, if somebody said tomorrow, like, uh, I, I don't know, um, there's a good chance that the Republicans are going to storm the Capitol tomorrow. Well, okay. What can <laughs> okay. you do about that? Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get up tomorrow morning and I'm going to make a pot of hollow roast coffee right. and I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going, you know what I mean? Or, or yeah. tomorrow, you know, like what, put, throw yourself into productive things, right? Yeah. And, and do yeah. the shit that matters and know, build a life, you know, what do you like, what else can you do? Right. <laughs> That's what it comes down to, isn't it? Right. And I, I think, you know, and especially because, you know, we have kids of a certain age 
you know, how we were talking about, you know, people right now living in that life that is, what's the point? It's not going to last. I think the way we watch the news or the way we take in that information and what we do with that, that is teaching mm. our kids, but other people around us, you know, like setting an example, right? setting an example and not. Yeah. I, I think that's important. Sit on it for a minute. One yeah. of my, one of my, I don't know what the word for rules that I adopted this year and it's worked pretty good for me so far, but it's the little things. So if, you know, for instance, if I walk by, I don't know, a piece of garbage on the floor in my brain, if I walk past that, it doesn't exist anymore. That's always been the way. So if I see it, I've got about five seconds to pick that up and put it away or it doesn't exist. Right mm. now. Also, it works on the, the other side for me. If I think, you know, what I'd really like is a chocolate bar right now. And so I'm doing my damnedest to kind of eat ketovore and I've done pretty good for about two months. Every so often I'll get hit and I'll be like, I really want that sugary thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I give it five or 10 seconds. And I'm like, if I can hold off for 10 seconds, I can hold off for a day. Mm. And take that same approach to the news, you know, just because it, you know, if you don't share it right now, is it going to yeah. make, is it going to make any difference? You know, it, it, if it's not somebody holding a gun to somebody's head, it's probably not going to make a difference, right? Right. So focus on the things that you can control, the things you can influence and think about and the things you care about. Like what kind of life is it to sit around and bitch about politicians right. or the latest, you know, news story every day? It, to me, it's not much of a life. Right. Right. It just and all it does is piss you off and make you not productive. Right. You know, which, yeah, and it's not moving you forward. Hopefully we're the opposite. Hopefully we set a good example of what the opposite of that is. Right. So, and, and I don't know. I don't know if you're like me, but there's days I, I succumb to the oh, news yeah. and you know, you're like, well, shit, I just all of a sudden fell into it again. And I'm like, yeah, because ah. yeah. that's life. We're, we're humans, right? We fall into it, but yeah. Yeah. Well, Mrs. Dingman, how do people find you if they want to find you? Make sure you, you know, plug the hell out of your stuff so that, you know, for the three people who don't know who you are, they can come and follow <laughs> you. I am at a farmishkindoflife.com. I have a podcast, I have a blog, I have a YouTube channel, I have a snail mail newsletter that I send yes, out once do. a month. And uh yeah, so that's super fun. Uh get some happy in your mailbox, some old fashioned happy. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm on Facebook and BeWe and Telegram and Discord and all that, but you can find all that out at my website. Farmerskindoflife.com? Farmerskindoflife.com, yeah. I thought you were Amish for the first couple of months before I knew who you were. I was like, Amish? <laughs> what? I am definitely not Amish. No. When well, I first I... moved when I first moved to the farm, people used to call me Wanamish because I said I want to be Amish. <laughs> You're a wanna I wanna be Amish. Wanamish, but yeah, we changed that to farmish. So a farmish kind of life.com. I like it. You know, and I yeah. al I always want to spell it kinda like K-I-N-D-A, yep. but it's yeah. kind of, right? Kind of, yes. Yeah. Yep. It rolls Amish with a lisp, Renegade Butcher says. So <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming by, Amy. This was yeah, fun. We'll have to do fun. it. We, we can't wait 14 months to no, do it again. We so. will not do that. Are you okay to hang around for just a second? Absolutely. I'll, yep, yep. I'll close up and I'll be right back with Look you. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, 
Amy is somebody who I consider a friend. We actually got to meet in person last year at uh, LFTN, and it was great. And this was a topic that was on both of our, the top of mind for both of us. It's funny when we got talking, it was something that was important. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope we all take something from it. I hope we all, I don't know. I hope I personally think twice before I share another news story that's like, well, shit, that seems like one of those things. Because a lot of times it really is. So let it be. Sit on it for a day. And if it's still important, deal with it, right? So with that, guys, I appreciate you. As it stands right now, it looks like tomorrow and Sunday is going to be pre-recorded ramblings from the road episodes because I don't think I'll be back in time to do a live stream Sunday evening. So enjoy them both. Tomorrow will be about fear. Sunday will be about living an analog life in a digital world. And guys, as always, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week.